Welcome back to Yes, that can't be good. A rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka. Let's get going. Hey, it's Doug with the TV Guide Synopsis. Season 5, Episode 3, Force Quit. Original air date, April 30th, 2012. Beverly Barlow resurfaces in Eureka, seeking Carter's help to free the Astraeus crew. And the rescue plan lands Carter in the crew's virtual world. Creators Jamie Paglia and Andrew Cosby, written by Terry Hughes-Burton and Ron Milbauer, and directed by Mike Rawl. You two look like you could use a little help. So we're back. With Season 5, Episode 3, Force Quit. I'm Vicki, and I'm here with my co-host, Kim. Hi, everybody. I'm going to do a quick synopsis of the episode, and then we'll talk about whatever we want to talk about. Oh, Senator Wen. So good to see you. Sheriff Carter, Dr. Deacon, how are you both holding up? Uh, we were just discussing the next phase of the search. Right. Well, I've gone through all the reports, and it's become clear that this was an elaborate tech theft. The experts tell me that an organization as sophisticated as this, odds are they won't be leaving any witnesses behind. And no offense to your experts, but we're just going to keep on looking. So the episode begins not long after the discovery of the Astraeus. Henry's trying to keep Carter in check. Carter believes that Senator Wynn was behind the whole thing, but Henry points out that There's no actual evidence. He worries that accusing her would just serve to bring down the whole thing and them never being able to find the crew. Senator Wynn tries to convince them that a plot of this magnitude could only be put in place by a powerful organization that would not want to leave witnesses. She tells them that the crew is most likely dead. Carter and Henry inform her that they will continue to search. Carter explains his thoughts to Joe. They realize that Beverly must be involved due to the security breach in the episode Omega Girls. They discuss how close to impossible it would be to locate Beverly when they find her waiting for them in the sheriff's office. She explains that Wen has gone off the rails and tells them about Holly's death. The program continues to glitch, and it's only a matter of time before the rest figure out where they are. She wants to work with them to get them out of the Matrix before they all suffer the same fate. Carter and Joe do not trust her, but they believe her. Henry trusts her even less, but agrees to go into the Matrix to blow up the Astraeus to create the heat source they need to track the crew. Back in the Matrix, Zane and another guy are walking through the woods, and Zane sees a bird fly through a rock. Fargo's upset by the note that Holly left saying she was going to Washington and does not want to have a long-distance relationship. Jack, trying to defuse the situation, tells Fargo just to leave it alone. If Holly doesn't want him, then just forget her. Allison and Zane, who's now at Cafe Diem, get angry at Carter's advice. Zane suggests that Fargo go to the airport. Carter tries to stop him, but Fargo leaves. Zane tells Carter that he's going back into the woods because he saw something strange earlier. Carter offers to go with him. Back at the garage, Beverly tells them that the NPCs, non-player characters, basically anyone who's not a crew member, will be put on high alert when she cuts the visual to the Matrix. They are only there to keep the crew from figuring out what's going on. Carter will replace the Matrix Carter in the system. Just before going in, Beverly tells him that he and Joe are a couple and that he's been raising Allison's kids for the last four years. Zane sees Carter's NPC res out in front of him and realizes what's going on. Real Carter replaces Matrix Carter in mid-pursuit. After Zane knocks him out, Carter manages to convince him that he's the real Carter. He explains what they have to do to get everyone out. Fargo discovers that he can't leave Eureka, and he sees the road de-res. 
They all gather at GD to discuss getting the things that they need to blow up the Astraeus. Allison is the last one to believe that all of this is not real. They tell Fargo that Holly already made it out. Carter and Fargo go to the smart house and Joe tests Carter to see if they've been infiltrated. Grace goes to the garage to get the remote and is stopped by Scary Henry. Without the remote, Carter has to manually deliver it and set off the bomb. The bomb works too well, and the town begins derezzing all around them. They decide that everyone in one place will slow it down in time for Joe and Henry to find them and wake them up. Carter goes to find Grace. Carter holds Henry at gunpoint, and Grace electrocutes him. Joe and Henry get the location of the power heat surge, and Joe is on the way. Beverly is locked out of the system and can't get Carter out. Senator Wynn and troops come in to stop them. She tries to convince Henry that Beverly's lying. He grabs some sort of pulse bomb, warns Beverly, and blows it off. Zane decides that they can't wait to be woken up and they need to shock him like Martha did so he can wake up and release the rest of them. Zane does wake up and starts to try to release everyone else when he's stopped by the head guy. That guy's in a lot of episodes and I never actually wrote down his name. Joe busts in in time to save Zane and they begin releasing the crew. Beverly wakes up and instead of running, helps release Carter just as the whole system disappears. But then she escapes. Everyone makes it out safely. Joe has to tell Fargo about Holly. Everyone is back to semi-normal in town. Andy does not understand why the crew seems afraid of him. And then we find Senator Wynn trapped in the Matrix by herself. So what did you think of that episode? I liked it. I I did too. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you particularly liked or didn't like or wanted to talk about? No, it's kind of like being in a video game and not knowing who the true players are. Right. That was... That was pretty good, but it was still funny when Joe got naked, and uh, and then even coming back, she touches Carter, and he shrugs from kissing Allison, and you know, it's like you're crossing worlds, and right. pa- basically, he's the only one that he knows. He's the one who knows both worlds, right? Both worlds, yes. and they and they don't. Right. He's overreacting. Yeah. But so is Allison, I think. Yeah. Well, even at one point, what's the name? Grace? Yeah. When she has that fear of Henry. Yeah. She brings yeah. that fear of Henry sure. with her. I mean, that was real to them. Right. They even had a hard time convincing Allison that it wasn't real. Right. That was real. I feel bad for Andy because he doesn't know why right. everyone's yeah. so afraid of him. <laughs> you, know, you kind of feel bad for him. But he was evil. It was weird how, and I said this before in another episode, that he looked the same. He had the same smile. Except he looked evil, and I don't know how he does that. But I found it funny that Cafe Dame is still under construction. They remembered, you know, that they blew it up or sucked it away or whatever they did. Beverly, the way she goes about things, I mean, I understand the way she thinks and, you know, that we shouldn't be creating weapons and blah, blah, blah. She really believes that she's working for the greater good. Right. But I was glad, because it was questionable for a second, whether she was going to just escape or whether she was going to get Carter out first. And she chose to get get Carter Carter out out first. first. Yeah. She did her good deed. Yeah, she did. But Henry, he didn't mask his hatred for Beverly the whole time. He didn't trust her. Well, no, she killed Kim. He remembers that. It's a different timeline, but he he hates her. And the rest of them don't trust her, but he hates her. Right, and he knows what everybody else's life being at state. He has to give her some leeway. 
And it was funny because we talked about this in another episode when Fargo was going to go to the airport to get Holly. Oh, he said yeah. he has to get some Peter Gabriel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of felt bad for him, though. Oh, God, yeah. Because all of a sudden you see the sign, leaving Eureka, leaving Eureka. Yeah. Leaving Eureka. And it's at one point it's like, wait a minute. The When he was driving later when they blow up the ship, he says that just what they're looking at oh, is yeah, what she, they made. Right. Like, I can't explain it the way Is that when he was saying to try to condense it to right. make it more Because if they're, look, if they're all in different places looking at different things, they have to create all these things. And which is true because he spun that car around so fast right. that the road didn't have a chance to create. Right. So and that must be where he figured that out, yeah. that it's only what they're looking at. Yeah. So. Yeah, the other thing is I was cracking up when I'm looking at it again and going, how did he easily get on the damn going ship? Carter, when he had the bomb to bring it over yeah. to heat it. And the only thing is he got caught when the guy says something to him. Right. And then he runs out. And I'm going, well, gee whiz, he got past all those people. That's heavily guarded. Yeah, I thought of that too. But for all they know, this is not, this is the the, the Sheriff Carter in the Matrix. Right. But at one point then, why would you say something to him then? Or did he just panic? When he threw the bomb, you mean? Yeah, when he threw it in. Well, because he couldn't think of anything. Because he's not good at any of this. Mm. You know, when he was trying to fend off Joe. Mm. Yeah, that was funny. He's not good at this at all. He's not. That was funny. Yeah. That was too funny. I was just cracking up, and he's telling Fargo to stop looking. And he's like, (laughs) but it looks so close to the real thing. Yeah, and um, actually Fargo said that I got to drive him to work, which is urgent. So, sort of wrong in a hard place. Oh, Fargo! Got it! We can take... Yeah. Our own sweet time. Yeah. There's no rush. There. We can get back to, to picnicking later. I can't wait. Bye. The attention to detail is astounding. Stop staring. It's hard not to. But that's another thing now. They're in Jack's house. And he's yelling that this bat looks just like his bat. And look at these pictures. And But he's not even talking. He's yelling. Yeah. So how does she not hear that when she was right upstairs? Yeah. But then again, she could be hearing it. I'm not sure that she would have let him leave if she was really convinced. Mm, yeah, that's true, too, because you're out to kill. Yeah. Or, yeah, you're g- going to die if you figured it out. You're right. dying. Holly dies. But she's the only one that died in yes. this? Yes. So she's the only one that died because she yeah. figured it out. Because she figured it out. Right. And he was yelling. It was getting nervous. This is just like my bat. And yeah. I would definitely be coaching whatever. Mm. <laughs> so how does she not hear that? Yeah. But she didn't, apparently. The scene with Carter and Zane in the woods always oh. makes me laugh. Oh, when he got knocked upside his head? Oh, that always makes me laugh. <laughs> because Carter's just mm. talking nonsense. Wait, whatever I did to piss you off, it wasn't me. Okay, I know this is going to sound crazy. We're in a total immersion simulation program. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're a part of it. No, 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 no. Mm. The me who was here before was the me who's here now. This is this is is me. My my body's actually in Henry's garage. He, he had to to, to to jack me to get at my MP3s. NPC. Yes, right. Because what we have to do is build a thing to 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 blow up the ship, and then there's there's going to be a, a heat spike, and then Henry. He can trace it with Joe in the real world. 
No computer version of you could have come up with something that incoherent. Wow, you were holding a gun in my face. Well, you were trying to kill me. What? Uh, it feels very real. And because he's talking nonsense, Zane knows it's him. Right, you yeah. Know? <laughs> and then they, he actually he picked it up at one point. He's saying something and he said the part that they needed. And he said, yeah, 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 yeah. They don't get along all the time, but he knows him well enough to know right. that this is him. This yeah. is definitely him. He yeah. wrote it on his hand. He doesn't have a hand. Yeah. <laughs> his virtual hand. Right. <laughs> okay, so we're going to try to blow up the Astraeus. That's not going to be easy. That's That ship was made to take a pounding. I know, but that's why I wrote on... on oh, I, I wrote... Um, this is a virtual hand now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's um, ironic. Um, I got this. That means that that's a different word. It's it's uh, a bionic. Bionic resonator. Yes, that could do it. But we're gonna need the others to help us, though. Okay, we'll tell them to watch out. If the NPC suspect us, they will take us out. I know. I was just dealing with one. And then I thought at one point, did the virtual people actually bleed? Because Carter did bleed. And that's what caught my eye, that he was actually bleeding. Yeah, even when he stood up, he says, this really feels real. So I think they made it real. It was weird, yeah. Yeah. Because he was bleeding. Yeah. So like we said, Carter wrote the formula in his hand, and Joe says, you know, think about that for a minute. Mm. And then Henry, in the middle of all this, makes a jack joke. We're going to jack you in. And he thinks it's so funny. Is that when he's hooked up? Right before he gets hooked up, he says, are you ready? We're going to jack you into the system, Jack. And then he he laughs. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're in the middle of a a situation Mm -hmm, here. Yeah. And you're telling corny dad jokes. Beverly just blocked her visuals. We're, um, ready to jack you in. Jack. (laughs) Allison's the last to believe anything's going on. And I was wondering why she was the last to believe I think because she was hurt. That's what I was thinking, that she was hurt more she than anybody hurt. else she in this hurt. in this thing. She lost her boyfriend, her kids grew up without mm-hmm. her there, and she had the most to adjust to. And I mm-hmm. think that's why she had the hardest time believing that mm-hmm. it wasn't real. And then we have Scary Henry. You never watched Scandal, did you? No, I still haven't watched it. This is definitely where he got Papa Pope from. Oh, This is definitely okay. where he got <laughs> that character from. That's Papa Pope. Yeah, that was a Henry that I didn't think I would see. Yeah, you know, I, um, I think you should call her. You're not going to make it. Henry, um, I really have to go. For your geological detonation. Yes. You're lying. I have a surprise for you. I don't think that this relationship is going to work out. Like we said earlier, Grace knows that wasn't really Henry, but still. It's scary, especially when he ran his finger on the side of her face. Yeah. She, I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> But then she's looked at those jumpers. Yep. And I was like, go ahead, girl. She got a plan. She yeah. all right. Allison has to kick Joe. Oh, yeah. The, and she flies away. Yeah. yeah. Allison's had a couple of fights with Beverly. And they always look so fake and so corny. But mm-hmm. this one looks good. Yeah. They did a good mm-hmm. job. Mm-hmm. Zane comes together. He says, I bet that made you feel good. Yeah, and she says, it didn't suck. <laughs> bet that felt good. It didn't suck. Oh, my God. 
And I think, too, part of it was the romance. Oh, yeah. That had a lot to do with it, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Carter doesn't find out until the second he's going into the Matrix that he's with Joe. Because he needs to know that, obviously. But he's so awkward with Joe. Well, he's corny, too, though. So you can't help him for him to be awkward. (laughs) And he still has this love for Allison. Right. So it's kind of... How do you try to work with it when you know when you, yeah she's there and even though that might be the real you don't yeah I can understand I know what I you can't mean, yeah. yeah 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 but even when they get back he's so ridiculously awkward mm-hmm. and Joe doesn't have any idea what's going on like you said mm-hmm. the way he jumped up like she touched his shoulder and mm-hmm. he just freaked because Allison's sitting there and Allison she seems mad at Joe yes it's mm-hmm. not Joe's fault right Joe doesn't even know anything about it right. She just keeps giving her dirty looks and is really snappy with her. And because of that, Jack is freaking out because he doesn't want her to get the wrong impression. Of, you know, and I don't know why they don't tell the people in town what happened there. I don't know if it's classified, mm. you know, because Joe doesn't know about her and Carter. Right. So she's flying blind. Henry doesn't know that Grace had to kill him in the Matrix because he was trying to kill her. Right. You know, so I don't know why they're not telling anybody because they never actually say. Yeah, that's true, too. But they told about when they went back in time. Right, and they weren't supposed to, right? right so why not so, tell about this one? Yeah, I don't know. Unless they're just not ready to talk about it. I don't know. But poor Andy, too. Hey, Andy. Hey, boss. You okay? I just don't understand. Everyone on the crew seems to be afraid of me. Did I do something wrong? No, I think it'll pass. Sometimes it just takes people a little while to uh, adjust to, to reality. Yeah. Somebody needs to tell him that. Well, he's, isn't he an android? Yeah, but he has feelings. He has an emotion Yeah. Emotion program. So, yeah, you know, the tin man got a heart. He has, yeah, he feels bad <laughs> and he doesn't understand what's going on. Do you have anything else in your notes? Oh, yeah, when one wakes up in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what she gets because now she's stuck. Right. And I don't know where she's stuck. That was the best thing for her to do because Mm. when said, I'm untouchable. And that's Mm. true. They don't have any proof. Right. So put her in the matrix by yourself. I mean, I have to imagine somewhere along the way, somebody's going to find her. Right. But until then, she's... She's stuck. She's stuck in the matrix. And part of me is like, well, that's what you get. It it is what (laughs) she gets. When she thought everything was going wrong, she was ready to dump all of them. Kill. She said dump the container. And keep the information. Keep the information. She was ready to kill all of them. Yeah. Oh, and that barge, that barge that they were on. Every time I see that barge, I think of a show back in 2010, I think. It was called Persons Unknown. I don't feel bad if nobody's seen it and I'm giving them spoilers. Don't waste your time. (laughs) It was a really good show. These people just got kidnapped and they got put into this town together. You never knew why. And then they escaped. And at the end, we were supposed to know why this was happening I think at one point we discovered that somebody's mother hired a person to take her daughter. But we don't know about the rest of the people that were there. There was this whole conspiracy and everything mm. about why these people were here. And some of them escaped. And then something happened. And they all woke up in a hotel room again. And they came out in the hallway. And it was some of the same people that had escaped the mm-hmm. first time. And some new people. And then they walked out. Mm-hmm. And they're on this barge in the middle of the ocean. So this time they can't escape. And that's how it ended. Okay. So we have no idea why any of these people were there. 
and we have no idea who was orchestrating all this. Right. And they were supposed to tell us everything. And then there were these people that were supposed to know everything and were part of the people orchestrating it. They're in cages somewhere. We don't know why. And that's how they ended it. Oh, sounds like a Twilight Zone episode. Where but it, it didn't aliens. even make any sense. Yeah, aliens were the so ones So now they're it. on... Yeah, but they, they could have told us. They didn't even tell us that. Wow. They're just all kidnapped again, and they walk out, and they're on the barge. So now they can't escape. Wait. And every time I see that barge, I, re- I think of that show, and I get no. back. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it looked like. All those big and what's the name of it again? Persons Unknown. Okay. And they told us it was just going to be a one-season show. And it was more than one season. No. Oh, that was it. They, that was it. Oh, wow. They told us nothing. Mm-hmm. And all the questions will be answered at the end. And it was, and that and was, it was it. it. Maybe that was the whole plot to leave you hanging. Oh, and I watched it because mm. it was a one season show, mm. and so I didn't have to worry that it was going to get canceled because right. there were like a whole bunch of shows I watched around that same time. Like they get canceled. That got canceled. Like flash forward. Do you remember that show? Mm-hmm. And the, and uh, it got canceled when they never told us anything. Yeah. And then there was another one, the event. There was a show, I don't know if it was on ABC, NBC. All I know is about water and some kind of animal and a boy. I had to do something with water and some kind of... Um, something about aliens? Yeah, it was some kind of water creature. But it wasn't like a person. It was kind of like there was really a lot... Lo- um, a lot of mind. Yeah. Something, it had to do with the ocean. And... It got canceled. Every time I like something That's or something, watch anything. It, it gets canceled. Then I'm like, ah, whatever. That's why I don't watch anything in the first season. Yeah, so now I'm just like, hey, you miss it. You don't have cable. Catch it on Netflix. Yeah. Now they got Pluto TV. Now they got this. Now they got that. So yeah. anything that I miss, nah, I just watch it. <laughs> and I wait until <laughs> I know that they're going to have yeah. an ending that is going to make yeah. sense. Yeah. But that barge drives me crazy every time mm-hmm. I see it because I think of that show. You got anything else? No, that I just went off on a tangent. It was a good episode. Yeah, it was a really good episode. It just said back to normal and when wakes up in jail by Beverly. That was good. That and was it was good that the, it wasn't like she could walk out on the street. It's like she goes through the door and she's back in the same room. I like yeah, that. Yeah, just like Fargo, going and seeing, leaving Eureka. Right. Leaving Eureka right. and I'm going, ha that's what you get and you in jail. <laughs> that's what you get. Can't go to the airport. <laughs> So, if you don't have anything else... No, that was good, but it was a good episode. Yeah, it was a really good episode. Yeah. So, Kim will be back in a couple weeks. All right. (laughs) Adios, people. Bye. Hey, Fargo, why don't you take a little walk with me? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. My legs ain't working so well. I'll jump. You lied to me. I was trying to protect you. Until we got back. Uh... Sorry. Yeah, but I couldn't protect her. I know. Neither can I. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next week for Season 5, Episode 4, Friendly Fire. See you soon! Bye! Bye. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At Facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. 
If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at gmail. We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.